0: Good day to you! Welcome to another episode of The Josh Potter Show. Cramming this one in a little earlier than we normally do. I think I I truly bank episodes like three times a year. This isn't even really that bank. It's just uh, earlier taped than I normally would like it to be. But we have SkankFest, and we don't get home in time. It's either that or no episode, folks. So we're taping it right before SkankFest. This go-around next week, we'll have a whole SkankFest Recap. Notice wearing the shirt.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: It's in the merch store, folks. JoshPotterMerch.com. Go buy them up. All the sizes, whatever you need. So go scoop them up again, joshpottermerch.com. And I'll have them at some live shows coming up. Some of those include Pottstown, PA. That's the next one, October 20th and the 21st. Two nights, two shows. Get your tickets, Pottstown, PA, over at the legendary Soul Joel's Beyond That. The 26th of October, Cobbs Comedy Club, San Francisco. San Francisco so many people always ask me if I'm coming to San Francisco October 26th Cobbs Comedy Club one show only get your tickets after that Seattle, Washington at the Hereafter October 29th in November we've got Brea California Brea Improv that's November 29th did I say Seattle was November 29th I meant October 29th if I did Uh, nevertheless moving forward Buffalo's also happening in November that's November 22nd the eve of Thanksgiving at Buffalo Helium Comedy Club december 1st through 3rd la jolla at the comedy store and december 22nd and 23rd tampa bay at side splitters those are the dates on sale now go to my instagram at josh underscore potter or my twitter at J underscore potter and you'll find the links for the tickets there you'll also find links to the patreon patreon.com slash the josh potter show twitch.tv slash josh underscore potter so happy to have you here today we've got a solo episode just like last week i'm uh, I wish Kirsten was here. She can't make every shoot, if you didn't already know. Sometimes she's not here, and people are like, where's Kirsten? Is she gone? She's not gone. She can't come to every taping, unfortunately. I would love it if she could, but sometimes she can't make it, so I'm doing it all on my own. So I got Alex and Milo in the booth, and... Uh, we're going to forge ahead lots of things to get to. JoshPotterShow at gmail.com is where you can send in all your articles like so many of the Roach Reporters have done for today. You can also send in your musical numbers the way Griff Parker did. And last week we had quite a bit of sports. And we won't have that many of this go around, I promise you. But we do have a little bit to get to. And I thought there was some fun things to be had. beep, beep, beady, beep, 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 beep. Beep, 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 beep. The first thing I want to bring up is because I have so many of the Patriot fan ire after my statement ranking where Patriots lie in terms of the worst people. I do believe I said it went Patriots fans, number one worst people. Then I said racists. Now there's another... R word that rhymes with racists. That one's up there, too. I'll say that, but not ahead of the Patriots fans. No, sir. There's also murderers, you know, those types of people. Someone asked me where does Satan rank against Patriots (laughs) fans. And I'm saying he's top five, but he's not number one. No one's yet to take number one quite yet. And listen to what the Patriots fans are doing. Now, this is a case where Dolphins fans who are savages, I mean, Dolphins fans are and animals. They're maybe not worse than Patriots fans, but they are absolute monsters. I think I told the story one time about how I was at a Dolphins tailgate with my cousin. We weren't even watching the Bills. We were there to watch, it was 2011. I was watching the Dolphins play against the Broncos. And uh, it was Tim Tebow, one of his first games. And it was the first Tebow magic game. Remember Tebow was when he was in the league, he was having these almost uh Jesus-like comebacks it was like, oh, it's Tebow magic time. And he would come back in fourth quarter or overtime. And at that time, the Dolphins were awful. The Broncos were relatively awful, too, even with Tim Tebow at the helm. He took them to a playoff game that year. But at the very uh, end of the day, they were awful. And so no one who was at that game was really even a Dolphins fan. I mean, maybe they were. They live there. They go to the games. But everyone had Tebow jerseys on because he played for the Florida Gators. And it was like Tim Tebow day. So all these Gators people, all these Tebow people, not necessarily even Dolphinsy fans. Do you know what I'm saying? It was really odd, but still the sa- the savagery of the Dolphins fans. There was a person at my tailgate that like r- b- stole a grill from another tailgate. Then he was like, <laughs> I'm going to steal a tent from over there. We're like, Jesus, this guy's going to get the cops over here, and we're smoking weed. It was 2011 in Florida. It's illegal. We're like, we got to get away from these guys. And the cherry on top was this guy climbed into the back of a truck which we thought was his it turns out it was just a random truck and he got into the bed of it and he cracked open that little back window there to go into the cab and he pissed inside (laughs) and i was like this guy's gonna get us we gotta get (laughs) we gotta get away from this guy
1: that's definitely not his truck it was 100% not his <laughs> truck. I mean,
0: that's what gave it away, exactly. It was like, oh, turns out it was, uh, he wouldn't do that. If he was doing that to his own truck, hey, that's what a Bills fan would do. <laughs> a Bills fan would piss in their own truck. So, just an FYI. But the Dolphins fans are such savages that <laughs> they recently murdered a Patriots fan. <laughs> murdered him in front of his child. I mean, this is crazy, Tiz. And you would think, doesn't that put him? I, I told you where murderers go. Slightly. Anyhow, this man, I mean, I feel bad, obviously. I feel terrible. He was a lifelong New England Patriots fan who passed away, and it was a big story. He was punched by a Miami Dolphins supporter, uh, and reportedly he's being laid to rest this week. And because he's a lifelong Patriots fan, It's made news and they decided to lay him to rest and they're reporting in the headline that they're putting him, burying him in a Mac Jones jersey. (laughs) What? If that was me, I would haunt the organization for the rest (laughs) of my fucking life. And if you're not understanding the context here, the New England Patriots throughout my entire life have been the top team in the league 20 years bill belichick tom brady it'll never happen again tom brady the greatest quarterback of all time played for the new england patriots and they decided to bury him in the current quarterback who is awful they decided to bury him in his jersey the guy might not even finish the season he will certainly (laughs) he will certainly not be the quarterback next season and this poor man this is eternity that they're burying him In the ground. That's like I'm trying to I'm trying to compare it to something that a layman who's not a sports fan would, you know, understand. It'd be like uh, if you wanted to get a sublime tattoo where you got all the band's faces on you tattooed. And instead of putting the actual lead singer who died, they put Rome. (laughs) I'm trying to compare it to something else, you know. That would be so Dale Mooney, the man who passed away, 53 collapsed and later died after being punched in the head during a caught on camera melee at Gillette Stadium in Foxborough. And you want to know what makes the Patriots fans even more uh, scumbags is they watched all this happen and they're all filming it. They're just standing around filming it. They've all got their phones out. There's video of it. It was during visiting hours Monday at Kent and Pell's car funeral home and crematorium in his hometown in Newmarket, New Hampshire. Mooney wore a jersey of the team's 25-year-old signal caller. So he wore a Mac Jones jersey. That's fine. Don't bury the man in it. I mean, golly, next year he wouldn't have been wearing that jersey. <laughs> it's recency bias. It's not clear if he w- if it was the same Jones shirt Mooney wore at his final game. Oh, they can't bury him in the one that got murdered in. That's <laughs> like is Mac Jones going to get buried in the jerseys he gets murdered in every friggin' week? I don't think so. <laughs> A Patriots flag also flew above the funeral home in honor of the longtime ticket holder who is expected to be cremated in a private ceremony. Oh, so they're going to burn the jersey? That makes more sense, actually. Now it's all up. <laughs> they're like, we got to burn these Mac Jones jerseys. We might as well burn it while it's on a dead guy and we're going to burn everything else. Uh, the exact uh, cause and manner of death are still technically undetermined the da's office said adding that additional testing is going to be needed authorities have been investigating mooney's death after police and safety personnel responded to the upper deck of the stadium around 11 p.m and found him in apparent need of medical attention god that's late a witness said that he saw mooney get into a physical confrontation with a group of other men before he before an unidentified dolphins fan scumbag walked over and slugged him. Video shot by a bystander, and many a bystander at that, showed the six foot three Mooney being hit in his temple before going down. He was later pronounced dead at a local hospital. Officials haven't disclosed whether any charges are likely in the wake of the tragedy. We're going to let the guy go? I mean, that's fucking crazy. Mooney's wife, Lisa, said uh, she was numb. And she was demanding answers about how he died. Yeah, I would want that, too. I just can't believe this is for real. I want to know what happened. What caused this? Well, it was the man who punched him, the Dolphins fan. I'm certain. Gillette Stadium officials said they were heartbroken by Mooney's death. We continue to work with local authorities to assist them with their ongoing investigation. We extend our sincerest sympathies and heartfelt condolences to Dale's family and to all those who are mourning his loss. And so do we. You know, if there's... Two fan bases that I couldn't care less about, it's the damn Patriots and the fucking Dolphins, I'll tell you right now, and seeing them battle is, you know, it's not something that I take glee in, necessarily, or joy, but it just goes to show, scumbag on scumbag crime, this guy's probably a nice guy, unfortunately, (laughs) he's there with his kid, I mean, it's terrible, but don't do him even dirtier by burying him in a Mac Jones jersey. I mean, Christ almighty. I would rather be buried if I was a Patriots fan. Say I didn't have any of my principles or uh, you brainwashed me or something and I turned into a Patriots fan. Bury me in a Teddy Bruschi jersey at the very—I va- mean, come on. Like there's, I would rather have a Brian Hoyer, Hoyer jersey than a freaking Mac Jones jersey. Give me a Bailey Zappi jersey at this point. I mean, Jesus, the guy's not going to finish the season. Matt Coral is going to end up being the fucking starting quarterback of the Patriots by the end of this. Elsewhere in sports, someone sent me this, and I don't even, I apologize that I don't remember what roach out there sent this to me. But it's an old basketball commercial, and it involves boogie cousins, and it is so bizarre. And I don't really know, obviously, basketball, I've said it many times. Out of the four American sports, it is my distant fourth out of the four major American sports. You know, mine probably goes NFL number one, NHL, MLB kind of interchange, one a, uh, you know, 2A, two 2B, two because, you know, as far as hockey goes, I'm just a Sabres guy. When it comes to baseball, I'm more of a well-rounded fan. I don't really have one team. So they kind of, like, fluctuate there. And then basketball's way down here. I don't know shit about basketball. So I don't really know much about the career of Boogie Cousins. But this commercial, take a look at it. It's fucking bizarre. Let's watch.
1: Mr. Cousins! Mr. Cousins! It's a little yeah. kid talking to Boogie Cousins. I you to know, I think you're the greatest. Yeah, sure. No, really, you're the best big man in the league. Okay, kid. I voted for you to be an All-Star again. Okay, see ya.
0: Can we pause this? Now, so he's in the tunnel, like, going to the locker room after a game, maybe? During a game? I don't really know the context of this, but he's walking with his head hung low. And he's like, yeah, kid. And the kid's like, I voted for you to be in the All-Star game, whatever he said. And Boogie Cousins just kind of looks at him like, really? Like, Boogie Cousins is sad in this commercial for some reason that I don't quite understand. They don't give the context. Did he just get thrown out after having, like, too many fouls? I mean, (laughs) why is Boogie Cousins going to the locker room? Why is he so sad? So the kid tries to, like, cheer him up, and and Boogie Cousins kind of blows him off, and the kid's like, okay, bye. All right, let's see the rest. What on earth? Just, I mean, for those just listening at home, what you missed, Boogie Cousins is so thankful that this kid voted for him in the All-Star game that he takes off his sweaty, sweaty headband and throws this sloppy, sweaty headband right at the kid's face and it hits the kid and splashes on him it's gross it's disgusting and the kid's like licking it up like it's kind of weird how he's like it's almost like he gets like bukkake by the headband and it's all over his face and he's like mm, 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 mm. he's like licking up the sweat and even after he pulls the he peels the fucking headband off of his face he starts wiping this like, like as if he's got like drool all, you know he's wiping his face and that's how the fucking commercial ends I don't even know what that's a commercial for, does it say? <laughs> uh no. <laughs> I mean it's not it's it advertised nothing. It's like I don't know if it's Mentos. It's like Mentos freshness, fresh goes better. What what I mean, what are we advertising here? Maybe laundry detergent? I just thought it was Oh, um, Foot Locker. No, this? this
1: looks like a, No, now I'm just getting a bunch of You're just getting other boogie cousins ads, yeah. commercials.
0: Well, nevertheless, it doesn't do a good job of necessarily advertising a product uh but boogie cousins is sad and then he just chucks his i mean this would be if this happened in 2023 the world would lose their minds because of the fact that uh you know the way that they are with although they're like the hollywood pedophiles oh my this is like a a weird whistle blowing sort of thing oh so it's for the all for the thing. all-star yeah so it's like if you want to vote for boogie <laughs> cousins text uh, you know, whatever, cast a vote and a smile. Yeah, we need to <laughs> raise the ego of these friggin' NBA <laughs> players more. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Before we get to the news, I want to let you know that today's Josh Potter show is brought to us by DoorDash. Right now you can stop the stress of going to the store just to forget that one item. I do that every single time where I go to the store. I get home and I go... Oh, the radishes or something to that effect. With DoorDash grocery delivery, you can get exactly what you want delivered right to your door whenever you need it. And by the way, when you're going on DoorDash and you're going through it, you have a couple of moments to like review after you even click deliver it to me. You have a couple of moments to go like, oh, shoot, I forgot to add this. And you can go in and actually amend things. And that's that's come in handy for this forgetful fella quite a few times you've trusted DoorDash for all your late night fast food needs and now they're here to help stock the pantry like a true friend they've seen you go through all the good times and the bad times so sit back relax and let DoorDash stock that old fridge and right now you can get 50% off your first DoorDash order up to $15 value when you use code Josh Ball at checkout that's right, Josh Ball at checkout. Limited time offer terms apply. That's 50% off up to $15, no minimum subtotal, and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code JOSHBALL. Don't forget, that's code JOSHBALL for 50% off your first order with DoorDash. Oh, boy, folks. You know, if it's one thing uh, I love even more than just a story that involves uh, uh, murder, it's one that involves sex. I don't have a sex button, but I mean, it kind of goes hand in hand.
1: Uh, uh, murder.
0: This one from T Bone, Show at gmail.com, if you want to send things in to us. And let's just start at the top, my friends. A mother of six from Oklahoma was found dead and wrapped in an old carpet, excuse me, wedged in a ditch days after going on a date with an unknown man, officials said. That's my worst fear when I go on a date with a girl and then I never talk to her again, like uh, if I don't like her or something, is that she'll be she'll wind up dead in a carpet. And then I got a knock at my door. Because, I mean, who are they going to suspect? I mean, you were the last one with her, blah, blah, blah. I dated a girl recently that was like kind of like a real loner. Like She didn't stay in touch with her family. She even barely stayed in touch with me when we were dating. And she would, like, disappear. And I wouldn't get, like, necessarily, like, super nervous about it. But there was a part in the back of my head I'm like, is a detective going to knock on my door one day and be like, you were last seen with this lady at this time? And I'm going to be like, "I she doesn't even want to talk to me, let alone... <laughs> I, I, I wasn't in her presence that evening. So Michaela Maeve Byers, a 30-year-old teacher's assistant, went missing on September 15th after getting into a Chevrolet pickup truck driven by a tall, balding man sporting a dark beard and sunglasses, according to Facebook. So it sounds like he's... If you're going to look for this guy, I'd look on uh, TikTok because he's probably taken s- selfie videos complaining about drag brunches by the description <laughs> in which they used here. The woman who was married, whoa, she was married, but in an open relationship, left her home in Macomb with a man voluntarily after supposedly agreeing to go out on a date with him. This is according to the under sheriff. That's a weird title for a cop. The under sheriff. Uh, that's what he told People Magazine. When meat buyers failed to return from her outing, law enforcement officials launched a search for her involving drones and canine dogs. Yeah, You don't have to get out. They got the canines to sniff, but you don't need search parties anymore because now they just get a zzzz and they send these drones up there to go search for a dead body. Although, I don't know. I mean, they have to go above the tree line, I would imagine. So that would probably be tough to see down into the floor of the woods. I'm assuming everything is woods when you're looking for a body. I'm just assuming you're looking in woods. Obviously, the drone and the canines are ineffective if it was a river or something to that effect. The woman's family members also went on a desperate search to find her. That's always fun when you're the family. I mean, what else do you do when this happens to someone in your family? Do you just go? I mean, you feel so helpless. Probably you just start running around the woods like screaming their names. I don't fucking know. On Wednesday, the woman's cousin discovered her body in a nearby four-foot-deep culvert by a creek running under a road a few miles from her house. The 30-year-old victim was wrapped in what Dinwiddle described as a waterlogged old piece of carpet. On Friday, the medical examiner's office confirmed that the body found was, in fact, hers. Although the woman's body did not display any obvious signs of trauma, and her cause of death has not yet been determined, they say that foul play was absolutely suspected. Hmm. So this guy goes on a date with this lady. I mean, he probably wrapped her up in the carpet in which she died on. But I don't know that they didn't say there was any blood or anything like that. So who knows how this woman, I mean, what a fickle date. And it's especially concerning if you're the guy and like, say an accident occurred, maybe he's just got a little scared because like, he's like, oh my God, this lady's husband's going to be pissed. I'm not bringing her back all in one piece. It's not part of the open relationship deal. Now this guy, let's just say, the husband, his relationship is very open at this point. She's a great mother. Older sister, her older sister told uh, the news K F O R before the woman was found dead. It's all she cares about. The missing. It's not all she cares about. Clearly, she's going out on dates with not her husband. Seems like she cares about that. And uh, these open relationships are wild. Some of them you go like, oh, an open relationship is very open-minded, and these people seem very evolved. But then you uh, get kind of wrapped up with a person that's involved in one of those things. You go, oh, this is very (laughs) one-sided. Maybe she got back from the date. Ever think of this? She got back from the date, and the husband was like, that's one too many. Wrapped her up in the carpet and then blamed it on the guy, this poor guy with his... Oakley sunglasses and his pickup truck is like what I didn't even know the missing mom's husband Frank who I'm suspecting I would put him through the ringer he previously begged for help with finding her writing on Facebook she means the world to me she's literally the backbone of our family I love her deeply she's a good woman and a great mom and I'm going to miss watching other guys fuck her while I sit in that sad chair in the other side of the room he didn't say that part i made that part up the six foot tall mystery man who was last seen see that's what you get ladies oh he's tall on the on the apps (laughs) he's six foot i'm gonna swipe right you're gonna get murdered six foot tall mystery man who was last seen with the woman so far has not been identified and investigation said they have no suspects so maybe he got cleared he's like listen i dropped her off check the ring cams you know what her husband and her are doing it's a little hinky. Who knows if she went on other dates, things like that. So if you're in an open marriage, you're opening yourself up to murder. That's all I'm saying. Be careful out there, folks. Be very careful. Idiot woman. Next up, we have a. Uh, this happened. This happened near my house. It was sent into us by Lucas Casillas. But I almost talked about this last week because it happened the night before our last shooting. There was. I was uh, watching Sunday night football, as I do. And following the game, you know, I'll be playing. Sometimes I'll put uh, Sunday Night Football on my laptop on YouTube TV while I play video game hockey with my bros. No big deal. Life's going great over here. <laughs> and so while I was doing this, I sometimes I leave the channel up on uh, TV, you know, like it'll go from Sunday Night Football to a thing here in L.A. called The Challenge where a bunch of local dorks talk about the football from the day and recap it in a new sense and I don't know who these nobodies are but they do like it's kind of fun to watch it because they are just so hack there's one guy named Manolo who like teaches golf on the local NBC channel and he's somehow talking about football it's really ridiculous it goes to show the state of local television if you watch this show trust me but anyhow so I'm watching that they interrupt that and thank God they did because it's an awful show and it goes to a helicopter feed Of a car chase, which I love when that happens here in L.A. There's been some, you know, ones that stick out in my mind. And every time they have a car chase on the NBC affiliates, there is a woman. See if you can find this lady. Elena Moreno. She's the helicopter reporter. And they put this woman in a helicopter. I mean, she very well might want to be in the helicopter. She is so gorgeous wow. why are they putting her in the helicopter get this lady in a studio you got manolo the golf instructor talking to me about football where's she at i don't get to see her i have to hear her and well we're up here above laurel canyon boulevard it's like <laughs> and all like i'm just like i you know it's funny because during a pandemic or late, like slightly afterwards there was a couple of car chases people were losing their minds obviously during the uh, pandemic A lot of car chases, a lot of empty roads, things like that. So I started becoming familiar with this woman. I started following her on Twitter. And, of course, being the scallywag that I am, oh, I DM'd her. I slid in the DMs. Oh, yeah. She's married. (laughs) But she responded, it's fun because she has, like, so many less followers than me. It was like, this is going to, I thought it was going to be easy. (laughs) I used to have a penchant for TV reporters I used to try and date local TV reporters because here's the thing but this is the thing about dating a local if you're ever trying and you want to get out there they're all looking for a way out (laughs) every single one of them and this is the problem unless you are a lawyer a doctor a rich person pretty much they're not going to find that uh, life uh, raft in you Do you know what I'm saying so they they might, they're fun. Local TV reporters are fun. They all booze. They all have a good time. They're all party people from college. You catch them after college at that little like window where they're like, I'm working hard at my career. And then the second they meet a lawyer or something, they're like, I don't want to do this anymore. Why am I wasting my time? I'm not going to be on, uh, you know, CNN or anything like that. And uh, so I just, you know, I thought I was back in my old tricks. I'm like, here we are. I found Elena. But anyhow. My girl, Elena, she pops up onto the TV. She's describing and she does a great job. She's fantastic. She very well might want to be in the helicopter. But if she doesn't, I'm like, get this lady down in the fucking studio already, would you? Uh, So she comes on and it's a it's a unique car chase because it's involving a golf cart. And the funny thing is they have these graphics on the live feed. Where it tells you like how fast the car is going, what street they're on, everything like that. So I'm following this thing for like 30 minutes and it's only going like 20 miles an hour. And you're probably wondering like, why didn't they stop the guy? He was driving around. Evidently, he stole a golf cart from a security guard.
1: (laughs) Somewhere, Because
0: somebody was like, there's not even a golf course around there. People are like, you know, in the comments. And its he didn't steal it from a golf course. He stole it from a security guard. That's why it's got a little extra pep in its step. And it goes about 20 miles an hour. That's the max speed that this man hit on his golf cart. And you're wondering, like, why don't the cops, like... They can't really, like, pit maneuver a golf cart. I feel like they could have blocked it in. But usually what I've learned from living out here now and watching these high-speed chases, when they're not high speed and they're not, like, really harming like risking the harm of the public around them they kind of just let them play themselves out maybe run out of gas in this case run out of electricity perhaps and at one point they even tried to throw a spike strip out in front of this guy you know you had the the (laughs) cop over on the corner and he does the thing where he like throws it out but this is going so slow that the cop did it too early and the guy just drove (laughs) around so that didn't work so this man's driving all around and he's got a dog on his lap And I don't know if the cops because the other reason they don't necessarily uh, intervene until the last minute is because sometimes the man or person who is, you know, trying to flee has a weapon. So they don't want him to, like, start firing shots and everything like that. Let it play out and then they can surround him and and get a good, uh, you know, whatever perimeter, get a good perimeter, (laughs) whatever cops say. So I'm watching this thing go along and along and along. And all of a sudden, I recognize an intersection. And I'm like, this guy is coming near me. Look at this. So, uh, you know, I finish up hockey with the boys. And I go, this guy's, like, kind of close. I feel like I look up on my map. I go, this guy's, like, over by the bank I go to. I go outside just to see if there's any, like, maybe my girl Elena's flying around above. And sure enough, I go outside. I see the copters and everything like that. I'm like, I hope he comes down my street. It was like a Santa (laughs) Claus or something. I race to the corner to get to the main street there. And I'm watching on my phone as I'm doing this. And I get out to the corner and then they go, he's, uh, he's stopped in a parking lot. Now this parking lot is not far. It's like two blocks over that way. I can see the choppers circling. I can hear the sirens and I'm watching on my phone. And I was like, God, he could have made it. And then I was like half of me. I don't know what it is. It's something about a car chase that just makes all of us. We want to see it with our eyes. You know what I mean? Like usually when they're on the highways, people who live near the highways around here, they'll collect on the overpasses and like almost like cheer the guy on. It's not just OJ anymore. This is every car chase, it seems. And this golf cart guy was a legend. People would have definitely come out and been like, go golf cart guy. He didn't go on the highway. That would have been elite if he went on the highway. So, yeah, I didn't get to see it in person, and I wonder if this article has any more reasoning or uh, insight. That was just my take on everything. A man in a golf cart with a dog led officers with LAPD on a brief pursuit through the San Fernando Valley Sunday night. The pursuit began around 9, 10 p.m. with a suspect whom police say wanted, is wanted for assault with a deadly weapon. So that's what they thought he maybe had a, a weapon on him. At some point, the suspect took off in a golf cart. Not the best thing to take off, and you're almost running might have been better i mean you could weave through alleys and things like that also i noticed by the way i was talking to a friend a lot of times they just like in other municipalities that aren't la they just let these people go they're like he's trying to flee just let him go we've got the plate we'll get him later you know not no sense in causing a melee with a high speed chase with Skycal overhead what's up elena Officers could be seen throwing multiple unsuccessful spike strips towards the cart, which said security on the side. The male suspect also had a dog in his lap as he continued to flee. The dog was calm as can be. It was like he was on like a Sunday stroll or something. The suspect was shirtless and shoeless. You got to put your shoes on before you're fleeing the cops. What are you doing, guy? He began to run, but was quickly apprehended by nearly two dozen officers near Oxnard Street and Laurel Canyon Boulevard. As the suspect was being detained, an officer could be seen picking up the dog and taking it away from the ensuing chaos. I like how they, I mean, this whole article is about the dog. Let's face it. Everyone's like, what about the dog? (laughs) No one cares. I mean, the suspect was taken into custody for assault and grand theft auto. That's tough. When you get arrested for grand theft auto, people are like, would you steal a Lambo? (laughs) You steal a Ferrari? No, I stole a golf cart. What? That barely counts. It's not even a street legal golf cart. It's not even one of those cool ones that like your rich neighbor has that he takes all the kids trick or treating on. This thing was a regular golf cart doesn't even belong on the road. And he got grand theft auto for it. Is it even worth the amount of money to result in grand theft? I don't know. I mean, it must be in some capacity. The small dog sitting in the suspect's lap during the pursuit was returned to the suspect's family. Well, at least the dog is is fine. Yes. Yes. Thank, <laughs> thank goodness. Thank goodness. Ooh, we've got another story of a potential
1: uh, oh, murder.
0: This one coming to us by way of Luke Rutz. I'm not sure if the person who was assaulted in this case died yet, but we'll uh it was apparently like a mistaken identity thing this one also involves a dog an indianapolis woman was arrested and is accused of stabbing an infant inside a hotel in castleton while attempting she didn't mean to stab the the infant by the way she was attempting to stab a dog why you ask for eating her chicken sandwich that, dog, that must have been Popeyes. I don't know what kind of chicken sandwich <laughs> warrants the level of which you need to stab somebody for. Uh, maybe that's the next commercial for Popeyes. They're like, People be... I mean, we've heard heard people get murdered over Popeye's chicken in the past, so I'm not going to count that out. They don't say that quite yet, but maybe it was. The Indianapolis Metropolitan Police Department responded to a report of a stabbing shortly before 11 p.m. Tuesday at the Days Inn in the 8300 block of Craig Street. When officers arrived, IMPD said they found a one-year-old girl stabbed in the neck. How do you miss the dog that much where it goes into the neck of the girl? I'm thinking this lady was... Fucked up and thought that the kid was a dog. That's what I'm going to guess before I get to the bottom of it. Police arrested the suspect later identified as the girl's 32 year old aunt, Sharon Key, for criminal recklessness. According to police reports, that's the that's the ultimate, by the way. Not the ultimate. It's pretty. It's a pretty flimsy uh, sort of uh, alibi, I guess you could say, or excuse for doing this. Like the police arrive. The infant is stabbed in the neck. They question you. I meant to stab the dog. (sighs) I don't know if that's going to win any hearts. (laughs) Childless cop comes where they love dogs more than children. That's not going to go very far. You might get a, a jury of your peers when they hear you tried to stab the dog instead of the infant. That might actually make it worse for your case. Some of these people. I want her to be accountable for this, said the victim's grandfather. My granddaughter will be scarred for the rest of her life, so she must have lived. Griffin said his granddaughter, the stabbing victim, is expected to survive her injuries, but was taken to Riley Children's Hospital to get several stitches to her ear and neck. After the stabbing, the child's mother, who was also in the hotel room, what the hell, she quickly called 911. Well, that's good. The mother was there. Her sister stabs the child. She's like, "Oh, you know, I don't know what. Wouldn't you stab your your sister?" Oh no! We find out the uh, identity of the chicken sandwich <laughs> it was not Popeyes. This is going to disappoint. I mean, because Popeyes, you're like, I get it. Not this chicken sandwich. The suspect key told police that the family went to Burger King to pick up some food and then returned to the hotel. Burger King. What year is this? <laughs> We're stabbing people over Burger King chicken sandwich? They do have those long ones, though. Listen, here's the thing about Burger King. Low-key underrated sometimes, but I don't know if it's stab-worthy. Can we pull up... They have an array of chicken sandwiches at Burger King. Pull up the menu. Let's try and guess which chicken sandwich is stab and infant worthy Play a little game. Key claimed her pit bull ate her chicken sandwich, according to the court record, so she got mad and chased the dog around the room with a knife. Oh my god, this woman loves chicken sandwiches. To get so upset and chase a dog who ate it with a knife? I mean, hit it with a paper like it's the 50s if you're really gonna get out of... I mean, at the very least, you shouldn't let a... I mean, why is there a pit bull there? Why is It's all very, very wonky and sus... If you ask me when the dog jumped on the bed where the child was laying down. Key said she tried to stab the dog but missed and stabbed her niece by mistake. This is not an alibi. You tried to stab things. You can't be stabby. It's stupid. And at the same time, she's a grown up. Griffin said she should have known that the baby was sitting right there. Also, she should, have, you know, maybe have the emotional regulation in order to not get so upset about a chicken sandwich that she stabs anything over it. See they have these long ones. Can you read these to me? This is the chicken sandwich. Yeah, the
1: long ones, the original chicken sandwich. That's the OG. Mm-hmm. So you, they got the Italian original chicken sandwich. Oh.
0: <laughs> now, which one here? Now, if you were going to stab a child over it, Alex, which one's standing out to you?
1: Uh, if it's a for a child, I'm probably doing chicken fries. I know. Chicken fries, yeah, Alex. Yeah, That's like
0: we can get chicken fries at any day. You
1: can get any of these garbage chicken sandwiches <laughs> that's, anywhere.
0: <laughs> that's very true. It's like, so. do you have change in your cup holder? <laughs> Go get another one. I mean, I guess with, uh, you know, delivery and things like that, things are getting a little pricier sometimes. You look at these uh, certain, fast, certain fast food places are lower than others, I've noticed, in uh, the delivery apps. Maybe Burger King is on the high end. I don't understand why she's so upset. But you could, like, you know you got a jar of quarters go get another chicken sandwich for christ's sake jail records show that key has been in and out of jail more than 20 times over the last decade what does the italian one have on
1: it uh it's got a red sauce and cheese it looks like that's not that's like a chicken parm yeah they're trying to make it a chicken parm
0: that long one is cool though i mean i remember when the burger king uh had that that's not something that they got a spicy one they don't even have a spicy one huh
1: I think they used to they've they've got a spicy BK Royal chicken sandwich now
0: hmm that's what I like about Burger King they're not you know they're not following the trends they're not like whoa Popeyes is in a fight about chicken sandwiches with Wendy's we gotta get uh, get in there and start advertising no and then uh, you know they've got the commercials now BK's kind of coming back I'm I, I did shit on them I said Popeyes we've heard of people getting stabbed and murdered for a Popeye sandwich. Maybe Burger King is stab-worthy. Whopper, 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 whopper. Remember that song? I mean, that shit's elite. It's, at, it's on every football game. It was the worst part of the DeMar Hamlin situation <laughs> when he, uh, when we watched DeMar Hamlin basically die on the field and then Joe Buck not having... Joe Buck, who would you would think is a broadcaster of the highest regard, him and Troy Aikman had no idea how to handle the DeMar Hamlin thing, and they really did a poor job at it. Ryan Clark did a great job on ESPN when they'd cut to him, but they didn't do that till later. So Joe Buck would be like, why don't we uh, go to a word from our sponsors? Yeah, that's what we want to do. After we watched a guy possibly die, we're sitting there, white in the face, horrified, and all of a sudden it's whopper, whopper, BK. And we're just staring at the screen. That song will forever haunt me now. Court records show that she pleaded guilty one time to stabbing another woman with a box cutter. So this is a stabby, stabby lady. This lady's just very stabby. Key's family members uh, that we spoke with said that she has struggled with drug and alcohol addiction and mental health issues for years. Yeah, maybe don't put your child in a hotel room with with a chicken sandwich in this lady, because... She seems nuts. They added that they wish the city would assist those in need instead of simply cycling them in and out of jail. <laughs> yeah. Keep my loony sister in jail, for Christ's sake. Stop letting her out.
1: She just needed a chicken sandwich.
0: She, I mean, did, do they have chicken sandwiches in jail? You Maybe she was like... Because uh, Sarah Weinshank often talks about the fact that when she went to the psych ward one time, she talks about this publicly on podcasts, They gave her a McRib and she's still like it wasn't like a actual McRib from McDonald's. It was just like a sandwich made to be like a McRib. But it was so good that like she thinks about it all the time. So maybe this lady had just like a chicken sandwich to die for in jail. And the only one that could replicate it were the fine folk, the king, the Burger King. Formal charges are still pending, but criminal recklessness is a low-level felony that carries a punishment of 6 months to 2.5 years behind bars. That's right, folks. If you stab a 1-year-old and she's she or he lives, you only get 6 months in jail. I'm learning that jail is like let's just do crimes. I mean, they're letting everyone out. What are we doing here? Jail's not even a thing anymore. And then, I mean, I'm sure because no one wants to work, I'm sure when you get out of jail it's not that hard to find a job anymore. You know? It used to be like, well, I have a felony on my record. I don't think people give a shit anymore. I think that's the state of the world that we're in. Well, elsewhere in the news, we have another story about a child, this one getting the upper hand. We had a story kind of similar to this last week. Children be stealing cars. <laughs> What's going on with the youth these days? This one came in at JoshPotterShow at gmail.com from Hannah. It says, Authorities in north florida now i for a second when i read this story it sounded so similar to the one that we had last week i thought it was just the same story it's not it's another 10 year old stealing a car on i-75 the same interstate isn't that nuts it was this i-75 last time right Mm -hmm. but that one was driving an s this is where i learned that it's a different uh differential or differentiating circumstances because that guy, that child, 10-year-old last week, stole a SUV during the just the broad daylight and was like, remember we watched the video of it? Well, in this case, officers pulled over a white sedan on Interstate 75 just before 4 a.m. So this was like, I mean, they, they probably thought they were dealing with like a drunk driver or something. It was in the city of Alchua or Al Kawa. I don't know how to say your weird Florida places. According to the county sheriff's office, the vehicle had been reported stolen out of Northport, a city in southwest Florida, more than 200 miles away. So they traveled 200 miles, this child. The report of the vehicle being stolen prompted deputies to conduct a high-risk traffic stop, the sheriff's office said in a Facebook group. When the vehicle was stopped, deputies saw a 10-year-old boy hop out of the driver's seat and his 11-year-old sister exit the car, the sheriff's office said in the post. Uh, the authorities then learned the siblings were also reported missing in Northport and the stolen vehicle belonged to their mother. Could you imagine being that mother and being like, Look, they stole my car and my children? Meanwhile, it's just the kids that stole the car. 200 miles away it was learned that both children were just upset with their mother because she had took away their electronic devices which is believed to have done uh have been done in the past because they were not using them appropriately what the hell were they doing with them (laughs) i'm taking away your ipad you're looking at too much porn what were they doing that's not appropriate for a child to be doing on their like these child children are obviously very advanced if the fact that they go they took our iPads. You know what? We're going to take <laughs> your fucking car. We're getting out of here. I remember when I would be a child and I'd threaten to run away. I would be like, "I'm running away." My mom would be like, "Good go." And then I'd get to the end of the driveway and just look down the street and be like, I don't know where to go. <laughs> and I'd come back immediately. Sometimes I'd, like, hide behind the garage and be like, ah, she's going to think I left. She knew I was back there. (laughs) Never. If I were to somehow manage to get my mother's car out of the driveway, 200 miles. I mean, is that, did they stop for gas? How much gas is, I don't even really know how far you can go on a tank of gas these days.
1: You could probably get 200 miles, but I don't know what the car is. Uh, you could probably get like that a far. sedan. I yeah. guess you could.
0: Yeah, I haven't. I'm trying to think back to. I mean, I, I did drive for a lot of my life, and I still can't. I guess I never had a. I was so poor. I remember I was like, I never had gas above like the half way mark. You know, and that's when it was cheaper. It was learned that both children were upset by uh, their mother, yeah, because she took away their their electronic devices after speaking with the children. Deputies determined they were not mistreated by anyone in their home. Their mother, who drove three hours to pick up the children, did not want to pursue criminal charges. So she drove three hours to go get the uh, the car. Yeah, would, could you imagine if she's like, put them in jail?
1: <laughs>
0: we're pursuing these charges. Also, she had to drive in another car, and then she had to obviously fill up her own tank and drive her own car back. That's brutal. I w- They would be so grounded. That's when it's like, I'm going to chain my children in the basement that's when they deserve to be treated. No, I'm just kidding. The children weren't jailed after the incident, obviously, with deputies explaining that since their mother did not want to pursue the charges over the stolen vehicle, the only crime is a criminal traffic violation and a juvenile will not be accepted into the Department of Juvenile Justice for misdemeanor criminal traffic. Oh, that's good to know. So if you're a kid out there and uh, you get a traffic ticket, you're not going to juvie. That's something you got to think about. I think there's like way lesser crimes that you could go to juvie for probably but not a traffic one you run a red light as a 10 year old you're going to be just fine so keep that in mind I love that we're getting so many uh, traffic things with children involved that's pretty hilarious but Hannah thank you for sending that in another lady roach sending in this story this is Ashley McCullum and this is involving a stalker ooh creepy a stalker an Arizona woman who allegedly sent no, this is astounding. I don't even know. How many texts do you think you send in a year? If you had to guess. Is there a way to find that out? I don't want to know if there
1: is. I bet screen time probably tracks that if you want to. But also if you're, you should be turning screen time off because that's just judging you. Yeah, I hate that. Yeah. I don't
0: look at that at all. One time I looked at it and it was like literally every second of the day that I was.
1: <laughs> I go, I don't even know if
0: I was up that many hours. But here we are. <laughs> I just didn't know if there was a thing that kept track. But it would be alarming to find out how many texts you send in a year. If you had to venture to guess a number, what would you say?
1: A year? Uh, 10,000, 20,000, somewhere in that range? In a year! Does that seem high? Does it seem low?
0: It seems, well, I mean, just in comparison to this uh, woman who allegedly sent text messages to a man uh, that she was stalking, she sent one hundred and fifty nine thousand text messages. Seems like a lot. Is she sending one word? I mean, like, golly,
1: <laughs> the manifesto, one letter. At I've time. been in, yeah,
0: I've been in like arguments with people where you, you know, you go, gring, 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 but you're not like, you know, those are sentences. I don't. I can't imagine one hundred and fifty nine thousand text messages where are you where are you where are you where are you where are? You? Where are you? could you imagine your phone having that much my phone might light on fire
1: <laughs>
0: if i if I, I i always thought if i got 20 text messages in a day I, my phone would light on fire jacqueline addis was found mentally incompetent to stand trial in march but she wants a jury to hear her case believing they will even order her to marry the man <laughs> how do you date so this guy what? this guy evidently entertained the idea of dating this woman could you imagine dating a person who is mentally unable to stand trial that's like it should be illegal to have sex with that person that's like having sex with a person that's like you know
1: i want to know what happened on that one date is it one
0: date or did they date
1: they for said, a little while Says they went on a single date
0: they're going to say you're not guilty, and on top of it, we like demand that you two get married. She told the Arizona Republic in a new jailhouse interview. I mean, that is grasping at straws. I have been dumped. I've been like, this person's making a mistake. You're the right one. We're the right one for each other. Never would I send a hundred and fifty-nine thousand text messages. I mean, I've gotten accused of sending too many text messages, and it was like four. So I can't even imagine this. And then to be like. You know, sometimes you date a person and you go, ah, she wasn't the one, you know, and it just didn't work out or whatever. We just weren't clicking. But could you imagine dating somebody and then you're told they're too mentally incompetent to stand trial? (laughs) How did they order off the menu? She has been behind bars at the Maricopa County Estrella Jail since May 2018 after she allegedly stalked and harassed the man for 10 months. She sent him threatening text messages, including one that read, I'd make sushi out of your kidneys and chopsticks out of your hand bones. Oh, my Lord. That is alarming. And that's just one of the 159,000. That probably is the most creative one. How do you even I bet like if I had that many text messages sent to me, I'd miss a few Out of the just deluge of text, I'd miss a few like murdery ones, you know. Another one read, oh, what I would do with your blood. I'd want to bathe in it. Now, I've talked like that with women. I've never said those things. I had a woman who wanted to wear my blood around her neck and I was all about it. I'm like, yes, I bought the vials. And then once I did, she was like, no, I was getting enraptured in the conversation i didn't actually i was like oh shit (laughs) (laughs) awkward my bad so the vials do you want (laughs) uh she sent the man who has only been identified as the ceo of a company that sells skincare and spa products she met him on a dating site so this guy he's a ceo of a company that sells skincare and spa products so he's not that stupid, I would imagine. He's not an idiot himself. He is mentally able to stand trial, I would imagine. And he met her on a date. She must be hot. Is there a picture? Or is that her?
1: I think so. Can you zoom in yeah. before I
0: make a judgment call? Because uh-huh. I've been snake bitten by my own eyes in the past. She's pretty hot. She's pretty hot. Yeah, she's pretty hot.
1: <sighs> I don't care that she's mentally.
0: It's not part of me is like, do I care that she's mentally incompetent to withstand trial?
1: How many text messages would you take from her, Josh? Oh,
0: I mean, I'd kill to have a woman want to send me 159,000 text messages. Are you kidding me? Sounds like
1: it sounds right up her alley.
0: <laughs> sounds awesome, to be honest with you. A woman's that obsessed with you. <laughs> maybe I'm. Maybe I'm switching sides here. It doesn't say her name. And she was like, oh, we're going to have to get married. Oh, my Lord. Uh, She's been behind bars, as I mentioned, since May 2018. Uh, She was found mentally incompetent to stand trial in March, but she wants a jury to hear her case, believing they will even order to marry the man. Could you imagine? They're like, "Uh, Your Honor, we've come to our conclusion, and she is not guilty, and we order that man to marry her. (gasps) Oh, my Lord. She claimed that the pair met on Luxie huh I've never heard of that dating app the best luxury millionaire matchmaker app so she's on this Luxie thing and I don't imagine she's a millionaire but she just is one of these uh, you know she looks like the type for those who are listening and not watching she looks the type of beauty that uh, a rich guy would be attracted. Like, like she's got a nice dress on why are we looking at these words go back to the go up to the picture get back in there yeah she's like uh She's elegant looking. When you look at a picture of her, you don't go, not mentally able to withstand trial. (laughs) Doesn't scream it to me, but I've not had, I think one conversation is pretty much enough to determine whether a person is mentally competent to withstand trial. I think that's a good litmus test. If it takes like weeks to find out this person is, you have your own problems, I think. Luxie can only be accessed by those who earn more than $200,000 or if they are voted in by other members based on their attractiveness. So this is like Raya, but with money, you know, and I'm not, I'm, uh, I'm $200,000 doesn't by today's. I feel like everyone today is making like $100,000 all of a sudden. And I'm like, what happened? What's going on out there? I used to think like 50 grand. I'm like, wow, that guy's doing great probably got two cars and a house now my whole scale of like what's wealth is gone and two hundred thousand dollars that doesn't I mean if it's gonna be like millionaires two hundred thousand dollars you I don't think you need to have, here's my point I don't think you need to have two hundred thousand dollars a year if you're a woman I don't think the psycho lady is making two hundred K a year authority said that uh, she and the man chatted on the site for a few days and then went on a date Although the man told the lady he did not want to see her again, she allegedly began texting him incessantly, sometimes up to 500 times a day. That's how she racked up those numbers. So this is like 500 times uh, a month, I guess, would work for almost a... I mean, she almost sent as many text messages as he made dollars in a year if he was, uh, you know, at that 200 grand threshold. Uh, although the man said she did not want to see her. Okay. In July, 2017, she parked outside of his house in April, 2018. This is like almost a year later. It's like, leave it alone, lady. Just get back on that app. In April, 2018, the man who was out of the country called police and said that surveillance video showed that she was inside of his house. Officers found her taking a bath in his home. That's some psycho shit. That's like one-hour photo Robin Williams-type psycho shit. Remember that movie where he, like, became obsessed with the family that he was developing pictures for? See, kids, back in the day, you used to have to go to a Rite Aid or a Walgreens and get your film developed on the camera that you had because we didn't have phones that took pictures. And then you'd have to deal with a lunatic who was back in a uh, dark room developing them and can see them all. And if you took nudes, they would rat you out or they wouldn't rat you out and they'd keep a copy for jerking purposes. And in one hour photo, Robin Williams became obsessed with a family. He wanted to be a part of the family. He wanted to be like the old weird uncle. And he would go to their house. He fantasized about going to their house, like shitting in their toilet. Weird movie. Go check it out. So they found her taking a bath in the home. When officers asked why she was there, she began referring to scientific equations. That's not so good. I guess I made up the whole scenario in my head where I live here. So I came here and pretended that's what was happening, she then told him. So she at least knew that. Maybe she's like uh, a beautiful mind. Maybe she's just super smart and she's like, and she could like read, you know, she knows the Russian nuclear codes or something. I don't know. Is that her right there yeah, talking? Yep. Can we hear her? She doesn't look so hot in this. Uh, I'm not going to lie, but who does when they've been in jail, right?
1: We met him online. I was looking for my healing angel. The the psychic I met told me I would meet a healing angel. I felt like I met my soulmate and everything was just the way it was. Can you pause it? We would just do what everybody else did and we would just like get married and everything would be fine, but that's not what happened.
0: (sighs) The first sentence. Could you imagine going out to dinner with this woman? I I would be like, so what do you do? And then she'd be like, well, I'm seeking out my healing angel. I'd be like, check check please this is not going well so now let's hear the rest of what she has to say
1: you don't stop giving even if you don't receive you all of a sudden receive a lot no oh my god no i love him so much i just want to love him so much that's it and if he doesn't like it then i'll go home and i'll love my (laughs) ex-boyfriend
0: I'm terrified of this woman this is the kind of shit that scares me the the eyes the heavy breathing they're like I love him so much I love him so much I'd be like oh my god but then a part of me is like I want this energy <laughs> I don't know I'm torn I could get it I could see a a psycho lady just eventually killing me I mean I could very well it could happen dude she seems very ride or you die yeah ride or you die that's a special lady. And I think, uh, I mean, I a couple more dumpings and I'm going to be like <laughs> hitting up this lady for sure. Well, folks, next week, full Skankfest recap. Maybe we'll have a fellow Skankfester in here uh, to help me go over all the debauchery that is about to occur. But elsewhere on the road, I hope you join me. October 20th and 21st, Potsdam, PA, Soul Joles I'll be there. After that, the 26th of October, I'll be at San Francisco at Cobb's Comedy Club. The 29th of October, Seattle at the Hereafter. And then into November, November 22nd, Buffalo Helium Comedy Club. The night before Thanksgiving, I'll be in my hometown. There, uh, and then after that, the 29th, back here in Southern California, 29th of November, Brea Improv. And then come December, we got December 1st through 3rd, going to be down in La Jolla, one of my favorite places in the whole world. And we're going to go to the Comedy Store down there, the 1st through the 3rd, five whole shows, buy up those tickets, and then... We're going to wrap up the year, Christmas time, down in old Tampa Bay at Side Splitters. So pleased to be buying all those tickets. Josh Potter, uh, or excuse me, Josh underscore Potter on Instagram, at J underscore Potter on Twitter. That's where all the links are. Patreon.com slash the Josh Potter Show. If you want to join up there, just five bucks a month to get a whole nother podcast with me and my buddy Matt Bergman. And then also twitch.tv slash Josh underscore Potter. And do not forget the merch. I'm wearing it right now, dog the merch is on sale joshpottermerch.com all those things and more can be found right in the old link tree in the bios of the social media in which i told you about before and also you can find it right in the description all the links so click them join me i love you very much and we will see you next wednesday right here on the josh potter show